Ben Folks is the most beautiful cricketer in the world. Stuart Broad is a Cherries and Berries legend. Glenn Maxwell is in the Cherries and Berries big boy category. Hello and welcome to the Cherries and Berries Cricket Podcast. I'm Mozzie, this is episode three. Joining me tonight are Darren Price, Ollie Harker and Tom Fairclough is back. We'll be discussing England in Sri Lanka, the second test in the series, Pakistan versus South Africa and the Abu Dhabi T10. Hi Darren, where can the listeners find us? Anthony, I'm so glad you've asked me that question. Spotify, Google, Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts, and if that wasn't enough, Radio Public. Ollie, over to you. Yeah, we've really enjoyed uh, the comments from our friends and family recently. It's been very uplifting. Uh, but basically, if anyone listening can just like, share and follow us or just tell a friend, get the word out there, that'd be fantastic here at the Cherries and Berries podcast. Tommy, how can they do that? So, you lovely people can interact with our podcast by following us on Twitter, at Cherries Cricket, on Instagram, with our handle, CBC underscore pod 21, and on Facebook, the Cherries and Berries Cricket Podcast. Beautiful. Fantastic. Well, boys, it's episode three. Three, that's unbelievable. That's three more than we, <laughs> we ever thought it. we would do. Uh, <laughs> uh, how are we all feeling about it? Uh, I, I feel like, I mean, this must be what fame is like, isn't it? Right? I mean, I'm not getting stopped down the street just yet, but uh, it's probably because I can't go out. But um, yeah, I'm feeling really good. <laughs> that's helpful. Well, do you know, for me, it's been great because I've missed you guys. I miss our nights in the pub over a couple of pints of cider, talking about cricket. I've really missed that. So for me, this is great. It's great for my, my mental well-being. And if anyone else is enjoying this, then even better. But for me, it's all about just catching up with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Same as Darren, really. It's nice to see you boys again. Have a good chat about cricket like we would normally over a few points. And uh, it's good to hear uh, the contrasting views on the world of cricket with Anthony Arnold. Um, So, boys, we've got a bit of feedback coming. Um, Reasonably good, I would say. We've we've reached five countries so far. More on the offing, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) There's more listeners than just three of us, which is... Which was basically what we thought we'd get. Um, And uh, I had a message from Ian. 25 minutes in, haven't wanted to throw my phone out the window yet. Yes, Ian. Brilliant. Well on you, Ian. Good man. Yes, Ian. Not bored of of Mozzie's voice just yet, my friend. When we're at the top of the charts, mate, we will remember you for keeping your phone in one piece. (laughs) Uh, Reese said, surprisingly good. Not as many Mozzie monologues as I was expecting. (laughs) <laughs> it's a lot of editing that's why <laughs> can I just say it's one of those countries um, Ireland do we know yes one is Ireland yes. yeah that will be Pete who will be our future Ireland correspondent he's live, uh, working uh, in Ireland at the moment so he'll be listening and uh, he lives right by Malahide Cricket Club we love Malahide Fantastic. here on it's the Cherries and Berries Cricket Podcast <laughs> Fantastic, boys. Well, there's just a plethora of cricket going on, and uh, we should start with the test match in goal. Uh, second test, England lost the toss again. Uh, Sri Lanka batted first, got 381. England replied with 344, uh, with Root again dominating that batting display with 186. Ebaldinia dominating the bowling with 7 for 137. Sri Lanka replied with a and a totally inept 126 uh, and England managed to scrape home um, 164 for four. What do we think, Darren? Do you know what, guys? Let's celebrate this. We've won 2-0 away in Sri Lanka. As you say, Mozzie, we lost the toss twice. Root and his men have become the first England side to win five consecutive away wins in Test cricket for the first time since 1914. Oh. So what's that, 107 years ago? (laughs) You know, we should be celebrating this. There's lots of reasons to be cheerful if you're an England fan in these COVID times. Agreed. Yeah, that's... that's you way more clued up than I am. I thought it was a great, great win, but um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realise that. That was fantastic. And Root hitting those runs, brilliant, fantastic yeah. to see from the skipper. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what we've showed? Great character, and I actually think the second win was better than the first win. Yeah, yeah I agree with you on that one. 
So to, I think we definitely, definitely played a lot better. Especially with, uh, yeah, you know, being in that tough middle position sort of when the wickets were falling again with the openers and like Rooty, uh, I don't know if we're calling it a big daddy. Oh, it's, it's de- it, I, it's, I, I don't it's think it's a daddy. It, it, it's not a daddy. A daddy, a daddy is a is a two hundred for me. I think the times have changed. This is no longer Mark Or this is this is twenty twenty one. A daddy. It's not. It's not Ian or Greg Chappell going. Well, I so what we're saying is, is a hundred a step daddy then? I think yeah. I think a hundred's a step daddy. Um, and you know, well, actually, no, just under for 100 is like a, a fond uncle, and then 150 <laughs> is a stepdaddy. I think 200 plus. But having said that, what an innings from the skit and back to back that's the key, especially that? when he when he when he gave himself the ball. I'm sure Darren was loving that. Oh. Do you know, I've got to say, it has been great to see Root back at his best. You know, what was it, 228 in the first game, 186 in the second. You can debate if it was a big daddy or not, or, or just a fond <laughs> uncle. Um, but what's that? You know, 400 plus runs in those first two games. Gone past Boycott, Peterson, Gowers. what he's now the fourth highest run scorer. Um, mm. Can he catch Alistair Cook? Yes. With ease. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I think if you compare Cookie and Roots, Bear in mind they'd have the captaincy for a while. Root definitely feels like he's got so much more left in the tank than Cookie. Cookie was kind of spent a little. Yeah, if I'm honest, I think Cook, uh, his hunger for runs had gone a little bit, which meant he felt that he was doing a detriment to the side and stepped aside. But Cookie could have gone on for another three or four years and scored another two or 3,000 runs easily. He retired very early, um, but he'd done, I don't know how many years, but a lot of hard graft yeah. and, and, and stepped aside. Yeah, and I don't know, and I know we're digressing a bit from this, this Sri Lanka series, but just on Alistair Cook, how much did the Kevin Peterson affair take out of him? Oh, good digression. Uh, a, a, a lot, I would say. <laughs> I think way. probably yeah. dealing with... Compl- He's a nice guy, Alistair Cook, so dealing with complicated people um, can, can be a burden. Uh, and I think it probably yeah. was. I, I, so I've uh, I've been reading Mr. Peterson's again, segueing further even on uh, on from this. I've been reading Mr. Peterson's autobiography that Darren very kindly has has given me, and he references Cookie quite a few times. And for him to keep bringing that up, I imagine, and he, he keeps saying that Cookie is quite a nice, unassuming chap, and to have like you say someone like that is kind of. Great player, fantastic player, but you know it must be hell to manage. Really, really must have took it out of him, I reckon. Whereas Rooty, I don't think anyone's—he hasn't really got anyone like that, really. I don't think he hasn't got any massive divas apart from Ambesto. But um, other than that, I think um, I think I think he's fine. So back to uh, back to the test. Um, Sri Lanka. Do we? Uh, how do we think they did? Uh, I, 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 their first innings um, again. It's that man, Angelo Matthews, which we keep harping on about, but he scored a great ton. Um, and yeah, I thought that was really, that that was where, I think I predicted that. I said, I think they would bat long, bat into the day and a half, 350. And I was like, this is unfortunately looking good. Um, that was the Sri Lanka that we want to see in the international scene competing. And if they do that all the time. Yeah. I to... Can I just say, um, Dick Weller, and he's sledging. <laughs> <laughs> that to me that's the sort of sledging you want to see and hear out in the middle I agree I really enjoyed that because he never crossed a line no I thought it was funny it was clever and uh, I want to see more of that yeah yeah absolutely like you I, compare that to Tim Payne's the balkery and that it just, it's just it's night and day there's no it? comparison yeah uh, and, and frankly uh, route to uh, Chandamol just topped it off <laughs> <laughs> What was it? I didn't. I didn't. I actually didn't catch it. What was it? I've been playing, uh, playing with a straight bat, and he said, "Come on, Chandy, no more, no more straight bat shots. Uh, <laughs> give, give, give it some." And then he went to give it some out of the ground, and uh, yeah, it was perfect. Oh, time. is that? Oh, is that where that the the that terrible, terrible shot Hack. came out? Which Correct. is where yeah. I think we should probably go next. Is that? Can we talk about that second innings? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Sri Lanka second innings, hundred twenty six all out on a track that wasn't doing that much. It was a bad performance all round. It was like the groundsman had told them, uh, lads, yeah, this is really going to start to to kick, so you've got to score your runs early, boys. It's <laughs> like they just went out and were like, right, we've got to put on a, we've got to put on 200 before lunch. Uh, it, it was crazy, crazy, See, crazy. 
I actually think Sri Lanka scored a low par in their first innings. Agreed. I think they probably mm. wanted to get 450 to 500. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they were at one point, especially with Matthews and Chandamal, they were they were kind of kicking on at one point. Um, and they were starting to eye up that total. Very similar to England in the first test, I felt, where... I think we scored about 400, didn't we? And we were a bit like going, oh, that's great. But was it, we could we have had more? And I think if they had had more, imagine us chasing more on that last, like, in the in the in the last innings would have been a different game, I think. Well, it was helped very much so by Embaldinia uh, trotting out, <laughs> yeah. never having scored above 20 in first class cricket. Splatting us all over the park for 40. Yeah. Mate, he, what, he, what, he what had a game. great game, didn't he? Yeah, great game. He certainly did. Uh, match figures. Tom Fairclough knows all about the uh, about the art of spin, don't you, Tom? What's, oh, what, what, what's your thoughts on his on his bowling? Don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about the cider boys. <laughs> yeah, well, let me just say, Embledinia love... got ten for two hundred and ten in the match. Did the bulk of the bowling for Sri Lanka with a misfiring rest of the bowling lineup and bowling at a uh, very informed route. I think that's a pretty good effort from him. I think yeah, take a temper as well in that. You know, uh, obviously the uh, the figures don't show like you know how Wally bowled in that game because obviously like you said Rooty was in form and was just head on going for it um, but yeah he, he bowled very well yeah I, th- I think the issue like you said Tone is that with people bowling subpar around him doesn't matter how good you're bowling at one end if someone's leaking runs at the other then they're just going to wait for the bowler to come on and, and take him apart instead so I think it's really it was a really really good bowling performance and if he had someone else of equal quality at the end I think we'd have, we'd have been in a bit of trouble actually <laughs> Can I just uh, butt in there? We talk about great bowling performances. Can we just talk about the oldest seam bowler to get a fifer in the subcontinent? James so, Anderson. Jimmy Anderson. Six oh, for 40, right? How the hell are we going to replace him when he eventually hangs up his bowling boots? Uh, I think there was no thought at one point that Chris Chris Wokes was going to be the next Jimmy Anderson and that was, that was the, the thought. Um, and yet recently Chris Wokes hasn't really been in the test setup and I, I'm, I'm I'm starting to get a bit worried now like Chris Wokes again isn't isn't he's not incredibly young anymore he needs to have bit, had a few more uh, matches under his belt but that would have been my pick yeah what I would say about Anderson and I know Mozzie talked about Broad last week or the week before I swear Anderson and Broad are both getting better and better as they get older they're definitely getting more skillful and I was going to talk about this later on but we'll talk about it now uh, in terms of Anderson I feared for Anderson in 2019 he was getting he couldn't last the test without getting injured and I yeah. thought that could be it and yeah. COVID I think has added two more years not just the two that we've just lived through or the two that we're living through now but another two on top of his career I think he would have probably been finished in 2000 after the English season um, but because that didn't go he's been able to get his body back in top shape and yeah and and i i think he'll be i think he'll be going to australia and whether he plays every game is another matter but he'll be going and he'll have at least that next season at home and then mm. on yeah. to uh on to more um from there yeah it's, it's crazy like i think root and broadie if you think about broadie bowled really well in the first test as well and you know as much as we're trying to blood young players through the fact that we've still got these two absolute legends of and i think they are legends there's no doubt about it they are legends no of the english bowling and yeah i think they 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 get to say for me when they retire they, they yeah. have that right yeah well do you know the two of them together uh i think they've bowled 57 overs. They got nine wickets between the two of them for what, probably 60 to 80 runs or something like that. So their economy yeah, rate would have been crazy. like one, one and a half. Crazy. Excellent. I just, I, I didn't expect, I, I honestly didn't expect it. Having seen Jimmy bowl in, in conditions like this previously where, yes, he's bowled quite economically, but rarely gets much reward. I think I woke up and on on that first day and saw him, he had a three for absolutely yeah. peanuts. And I was like, this is Jimmy's day. And yeah, fantastic, fantastic five friend. It's probably one he's going to remember. He's probably shut up a lot of people who've been saying, yeah, yeah, Cloud Anderson can't bowl in other conditions and he's just got a six for. So yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant. But yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose, I think for me, the uh, it, on, it was, I think day three was the, was the proper big day, wasn't it? That's where it all kicked off. That was where the game was kind of decided, where where the Schlankens had a bit of a had a bit of a swipe at everything. But then also we 
We uh, and he had you know uh, Ambaldinia's innings at the end, but we also didn't look great trying to respond to it. So I, I, I yeah, it's great, great th- third day, fantastic I mean, it's snuck, day. Snuck into, snuck into day four that one, but but it oh. but it was but it was good. So just in terms of the bowling in this test match, the first ever test match, all the seam bowlers took the wickets in the first innings, and all spin bowlers took the wickets in the second innings. Yeah, first time ever. Yeah, yeah amazing. amazing that. Yeah, mm. I mean, basically, what they're saying is, if you can do a bit of both, then uh, then you're improving your chances greatly. But it was great, great to see the skipper. Uh, clean up at the end so even though does does price doesn't he doesn't like uh, Joe Root's well, bowling not a fan I think the thing for me is if Root comes on just for a couple of overs maybe I haven't got a problem with that it's when he starts bowling 10 20 30 overs well, you wouldn't care if he bowls with no economy rate does like he, yeah. he did have to, if he bowled like he did the other night then uh, the game would be over in 10 yeah a bit like I do <laughs> yeah, yeah just pop in cheers mate yeah for the average <laughs> but, but he should just concentrate on his bat and in his captaincy but yeah the odd over here or there fine I haven't got a problem with that it's when he starts dicking about over after over that starts to annoy me listeners if you listen really carefully that's the sound of Darren Price backpedalling on what he said the previous <laughs> week <laughs> <laughs> Talking of uh, the captaincy, let's have a little little uh, captaincy look in, in this test. Ooh, captaincy watch. Do you reckon he uh, who who did better uh, of of a captaincy of this test match? Yeah, this test match. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be Root. Although there were patches, I felt where he wasn't. He didn't seem, especially when Ambaldinia um, was kicking on. He seemed a little bit like a rabbit in headlights, but. Well, that can be a bit you know, frantic when that, when that's happening. You don't know where he's going to hit it, do you? Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you haven't got a clue, so you don't know where to set it. But also, uh, yeah, I think I think my problem is if a captain's just hit 180 odd, I think he's amazing. If the captain's just gone out for a duck, I, I always judge the captain based on having an innings that impacts the game. And that's yeah. because I'm not I, I'm not really a captain, whereas I know you, Moz, you, you're more of a captain than I am, thankfully. Uh, well, I don't know. But anyway, anyway <laughs> I guess the point I was trying to get at, how do we think the Sri Lankan captain did in uh, the second innings bowling at, at our walking wicket? Not very good at all. That's no way to talk no. about Bears, though. That's not very nice. Um, <laughs> no, no um, yes. Yeah, this is a problem. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was interesting that I know we were texting each other talking about, you know, why aren't they bowling, you know, just that side off. Yeah, like any of us can put it on a spot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The commentators, though, they were saying exactly the same thing. They were saying his fielding positions to Sibley weren't very good. It was poor. I don't, I mean, it's great for Sibley. Great that he got his 50. I'm really pleased for him. I don't think he'll probably get an easier 50. And again, I don't think, I I want all England players to do well. I just don't think Sibley is good enough at this level. I think there are too many question marks. But he won't get an easier 50, but it took him 150 balls and looked really hard work. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. a worry absolutely. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That, that's where I think, like, obviously with the with the English Shermer coming back up, if they're going to be playing any cricket, now's maybe the chance where obviously Ed Smith is doing this whole, we're going to be resting players and all that. Maybe it's time to rest him for a couple of series to let him go back to Warwickshire and try and find some form with the bat. Who do you bring? in though Tom that's the problem well you've got Burns haven't you in waiting in the wings so you keep you keep Crawley to open that's the thing I, he's not an open Crawley's not an open no no, no he's number he three definitely but that, that, that's, 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 he definitely that, is that, that's obviously a, you know who 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 would you bring in because for me I, James I'm Vince mate that James Vince leading the <laughs> leading the batting <laughs> attack at the top of the order beautiful 20s lovely cover drives that's that's my dream Back, he, he he again is in the cherries and berries big boy category James Vince I'm cutting draw. that out Ollie <laughs> <laughs> can I just say though about Sibley Tom I know you said about going back to Warwickshire to get form I actually don't think form's his issue I just don't think his technical no. ability is good enough for test match cricket no I, I think so I, I thought came to me that so do you remember last year they, they found that he struggled getting strangled down the leg side a lot because he likes the little glance down the leg side and I was wondering to start with is this a plan to do that but their their bowlers aren't quick enough to do that he will just play that through mid wicket and that is what he did but they didn't put a man there so he just flipped it through mid wicket not with like any particular style he kind of got it through mid wicket all the way to a 50 and yeah it was it 
was Bill Wilderin. And just on the rotation policy, and I know that um, Silver would stand in by it. It's been out in the in the news today. Um, and I know us as fans have got to trust him. And you hope that they are doing the right things at the right time. So rest at the right time is really important. So we could debate, is Bairstow being rested now the right thing or the wrong thing? Potentially, I think it's the wrong thing because he's a good player of spin. I thought he played well in Sri Lanka. Um, personally, if we're going to rest players, why don't we rest them in our conditions? We're going to India. We're there now. We've, we've landed there. Personally, I think we should go all out against India mm, and then I rest agree. players. You know, we've got four test matches in India. We should be going all out to beat India and play our best players. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. I think the problem is we don't know the conversations that are going on behind closed doors, do we? We don't yeah. know if some players are going, I don't want to play there. I want to see my family at this point because like, like, like you said at the start of the pod, does it's a bit of an interesting time at the moment and mental health's a big thing absolutely yeah and I'm, and I'm all for that mental well-being and I hope that the ECB and I'm sure they are you'd like to think that they are are doing the right thing by the players and if a player needs rest because of his mental well-being yeah. then absolutely but that's what I mean about getting the timing right because that is really key and it is difficult to know when someone's struggling and when they're not sometimes yeah. some people show signs some people don't until it's too yeah. late I just think if all the players are up for it actually do you know what let's throw the kitchen sink at India yeah absolutely I, I think so I mean, I mean this is kind of moving it back to our to, to the test for the England test match but for example our spinners um, I felt like this was perfect for them this is in Sri Lanka this is a warm up almost to India which is perfect and I felt they did okay how did you guys think they did on this test match? Well they showed a lot of promise there but obviously now the real test for them too is, is yet to come yeah. obviously like you say is India that is going to be the real test for them yeah. uh, and, and as a whole really as a team I think at the moment from you know without you missing Stokes and Pope and um, Burns we've still got the makings of a very good team I think that can go go down under and bring us back the ashes do you know what Tom with Root as our captain do you know what Tom you're right and I'm going to say it now on episode 3 we are going to win the ashes this year (laughs) well maybe next year because it goes over into into the new year but we will win the ashes we will win the ashes down under uh, this winter I've stuck an asterisk next to episode 3 now to uh, check back absolutely I'll put it in the diary I mean if we look at uh, predictions boys I I feel like I'm the chosen podcast not doing too great we haven't had the demolition job that Marty predicted we haven't had England winning one uh, drawing 1-1 like I did so we're hoping that Mr Price can pull it out of the bag here Darren Darren, we trust well if um, uh, the test match let's move on to the series and we did make some predictions for the series let's have a little recap can anyone remember (laughs) what those predictions were Uh, no I've wiped it from my memory I forgot mate I was was two episodes ago you know I've I've slept since then well fair play to you Tom on episode one you predicted a double turn for Rooty big tick for you I predicted Bairstow being the top scorer which wasn't so great the rest of you all said Root (laughs) taking the easy option um everybody said you're not a gambling man mate that's all i'm saying (laughs) everybody said two nil apart from ollie who said one all i felt like it could have been one all it was at one point we were looking down the we were looking at one what did we have to chase 150 in that last day and i was like you know what it's happened before um i mean i think i think that for me that's the thing isn't it as a mentality i felt our mentality was different this time we weren't we weren't looking just to fend and grunt we were there playing proper cricket and we were there to win the game and i I love that absolutely we have shown great character and i love root's reaction when he got run out when he was on his way to a big daddy in that second (laughs) that second test match yeah he was he was so angry that it got out and it was unfortunate he was tired i think a bit stiff what a piece of fielding but to me to me he's showing a lot of hunger hunger that I haven't seen from him for a while I think he's so determined and uh, really wants to prove himself I, I think that puts us in good stead for Again, this year do you really think that's do. Covid do you think that's Covid that's done that that's kind of lit that fire possibly I also think the- maybe he's just looked around and thought Smith Coley mm. Williamson I'm, no I'm, I'm Joe Root and I want to be yeah. put in the same bracket as those guys because up until recently I don't think you could put him in the same bracket as those carries on like this then he will deserve to be mentioned alongside those others. Well, it's it's funny you should say that. I have got a bit on route and his time. So uh, his early career from 2012 to 2018, he averaged 52. He was mentioned all the time as part of the big four. Um, yeah, the big and, and some people deny 
tried it because it's not quite as stats wise as good as as the others but he was leading from the front with the bat and and I would mention him in that in that way between 2018 and 2020 Joe Root averaged 39 uh lots of 50s in that but just not going on and getting any big scores in 2020 he averaged 42 but what covid has done for him has given him some time to reflect everything is so fast on you you don't get time to reflect and i think he's had time to reflect and he's gone mm. back and been able to just adjust his mindset to not necessarily worry about all the outside stuff i think if and i'm quite critical of the ecb and ed smith and chris silverwood and whoever else is in there because they're, they're there to be shot at but <laughs> I think they are really working hard to try and take some of the external pressure that the stuff behind the scenes off route and allow route to do what he should be doing which is um, making good decisions on the pitch captaincy wise and making big runs and and I think, think if he does that for another 18 months he will have his average back up to 52 53 54 in 18 months time yeah and he'd be up there with the big daddies scoring daddies yeah. beautiful uh, I mean, do you think that Root is getting better as a captain I mean I'm talking on field decisions over time is that is that something we think he's getting better at or yeah because in my view of it is at the start when Bairstow was keeping any any sign of a Nick and Albie Bairstow always thought everything was out yeah, yeah. you so know so every, every yeah so every review was being wasted that wasn't out because Bairstow your best mate at County he's your wicket keeper in England as well so he, he's there so he, he's closer he can see it at a better angle and stuff big boy as well big Into, boy yeah big boy as well you know you love him you, you, you're always going to back him if he if he's going yeah it's definitely out it's definitely out every time but now since Butler's come in Butler yeah. is very calm cool collected he, he takes his time as well which i think that's helped root as well yeah with the captaincy and with reviews and stuff is having having that sort of leadership with him as well as when stokes is in the side as well with jimmy with broady you know they all was it is it 15 seconds they have is it yeah. to decide with drs yeah they obviously come together quickly and make that decision i think that's what's helping root is those experienced players with it all yeah uh... i think he's getting better at managing his bowlers as well the bowlers he was for a while i think scared to to take Anderson and Broad off at any point um, or mm. Archer, Bold Archer into the ground. Um, yeah. I think he's been pretty good generally with them on this tour. So... Uh, and, and long long may it continue because a route doing well is going to get us a long way in the ashes. I mean, you don't need to manage a bowlers when you're when you're taking uh, a wicket every ball like uh, like Joe Root is. So it's fine when, <laughs> when you haven't got when you're bowling at, when you when your strike rate is that good, mate. You don't need Joffrey Archer. He's just like who is this guy? I can do this on my own. But no, I I agree. I think he's he's not growing into. It. He's done it a few times, do year few years now. But I think he. I'm looking at him and I'm going. That is my captain. That is England's captain. I was actually really quite proud to say that is our captain that's just scored yeah. 200 odd 180 odd and that that definitely helps as a captain to have those runs on your back must be like right boys I'm here because I'm not just the captain I'm here because I'm scoring runs and I'm winning games yeah. as well absolutely absolutely not like Mozzie on a Saturday then yeah well yeah <laughs> Hey, average, average 20 gotta love that yeah boys I'm here because I hit 20s on a regular basis <laughs> <laughs> I like to glance down to third man and get to the yeah. keeper good nut it's a good nut uh, look, I, I, I think it was a great series for us I think it's great preparation for what awaits in India I thought Butler I know you just mentioned Tom about him being calm it is that yes Ben folks should have the gloves and we can talk about that another day if you want to um, but Butler did impress me with his batting I thought his timing in that run chase was excellent yeah uh, yeah, you agreed. know, I thought played some play some beautiful shots. The, the timing of it was fantastic. And uh, Lawrence, a great debut for him. You know, I yeah. think he's got a great future. Spinners still got a question mark over best. I think Leach will get better and better. And I think with Moe and Ali back in the side, hopefully, I think Ali and Leach could be really crucial for. Uh, well, they said Ali's for fit for the first. Test, yeah, I they? think he's got to play personally. Yeah, is, he really ma- is he match fit though? That's the question. That's what... there's, there's being fit, and there's I haven't played Test cricket in, and how I haven't got the stats in front of me but I think Moen hasn't played in a while. And... He hasn't played test cricket since that, that test against the Aussies at Edgebaston in 2019. It, the, First the, test, wasn't it? That yeah. is a deep pool to jump into the deep end, yeah. go straight to India. Like, okay, and you know Moen's quite nervous as well and he's going in and he's going, yep, you have got to spin. Watch, him, watch him get a five for an yes, yeah. hour. That's the thing me. though. Fine. That's the thing. If someone manages him properly and says, Moe, just be yourself. Play it, play. Just play. Go, go and do your thing. It's like what Mozzie has to say He'll to me on, on a Saturday. Just play Ollie. And then three, three minutes later, 
later. Unlucky, oh, there's always next week. Which means on a Saturday, not anymore. You left us. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but look, reasons to be cheerful. We've got Stokes to come back. Archer, Burns, Pope, Moeen just mentioned. Ben Folks, he's got to play in India. <laughs> got to play in India. <laughs> It won't be my. He, he is though, isn't he? After the first he test, because yeah. Butler's coming home. It won't home, be my MP getting a letter. It will be Her Majesty the Queen. <laughs> and no one ignores the Bobby Dazzler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so boys, just a little segment for you. I, I know um, some of you have prepared something. Um, I don't know if you've uh, already done it, but the seamers on this tour. Yeah, I've got Jimmy leaves Sri Lanka with another ball for the mantelpiece. <laughs> Just he is just like we've said before already. He is a legend. Him and Brody together. Brody just showed his experience. But Mark Wood, I was really impressed with. He put in an absolute shift. But unfortunately, obviously the uh, the figures don't show what a good shift that he put in. Especially in that first innings when he got that ball reversing. Yeah, it, it was nice to see. You know, it's it's a very good sign. And he's definitely he's going to India, isn't he? No, uh, no, he's, he's going rested, home. No. no, he's been rested. Uh, but so people... what I'm looking forward to is 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 that first test back, maybe on English soil of him opening the bowling coming in bowling some 90 mile an hour beauties reverse swinging as well well, well he bowled eight overs on the trot in the sweltering yeah. heat and was bowling gas 93 94 miles an hour heart. was really Pure consistent heart. His his spells of bowling were clocked as his fastest in Test cricket as a consistent consistent pace. Yeah. I think he is as fit as he's ever been. Anderson, yeah, that just shows that fit. all the all the trouble he had, he is fit. Do you guys not get worried when they show that the replays of his bowling and that ankle? Matt? I don't know if you've seen his ankle. <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen it. You're arms. like, oh no, 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 so, no, no. As your guy, so everybody knows here. Um, I've got a very very glassy ankle. Like literally, I uh, knock it with a stick and that. That's it, I'm out for four weeks. So um, I actually <laughs> once kind of got a fracture on my right ankle because I was batting and I hit my own ankle with my back. Um, <laughs> that violin. <laughs> but no, I, I was watching... Uh, I was watching a replay and way his ankle man every time I wince I just go oh and, and that yeah. this isn't like amateur level that we play at this isn't like the level that we play at this is he is pounding in with technique and force and like five times your body weight or whatever it is into that ankle and let's just hope he's fit for the ashes oh yeah 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 that's you know, the game because changer, we, need, lovely we need down his under. pace yeah down him, and Ar- him and Archer are just going to be especially because uh, was it Rooty wants Anderson there as well so having those four as you, as as your bowlers yeah. as you as your seamers that is going to be a very nice what, what attack about, what about, Bro- about brody or would you just take you would take the four and would you take the four bowlers so you take anderson broad woody and archer and then a spinner and that's it and you've got stokes, yeah. you stokes. It's presumably he's fit stokes, stokes, stokes is there. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 okay i can i can go with that i can roll with that see but like tom you're uh your calling as a selector is, is coming, my friend. <laughs> Even Mo, is is someone to open for you, Moeen? Oh no, don't stop that, please! I swear, there's like a Reddit subreddit somewhere of <laughs> Moeen has to open. For uh, I think I think something. I said that one for Sri Lanka, but um, I'm not sure I'd do it. I'm, I'm not sure I'd do it. You in can India. stop getting ill. That'd be great. <laughs> never know. You never know, though, do you? you this time away, it might have yeah. can, got, can, got 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 the old Moeen back, got his groove back. So we we spoke we spoke about uh, Jimmy and Brody. That's great, um, and and Woody obviously. But Sam Curran in this test, I felt like he wasn't really needed. Like these two tests, I don't think he was needed at all. I, I it's a bit of a weird. They've obviously put a lot of faith and stock in Sam and keeping him in the in the setup. What are your thoughts on on his career? He's not going to go to India, is he? I can't. No, I think he's being rested as well. No, he's being rested. I, I could be yeah. corrected, but I I just think he's a useful guy. He bats a bit. He's not as good a batter as people say, especially the pro commentators who yes, think they're like about four and I've, stuff. I've, and I'm like, what? I've heard them say that he's the best batsman they've ever seen play in the nets or something. I'm like, what? are you having a laugh? He's Stuart Broad from the early years. He likes it on the yeah. up and gives us it gives it a slap. That's it. He's going to be a good seven eight. But I wish I was left, that good at eight. <laughs> he, he bowls left arm over, but it's it's more than just the skills that he brings. He has got an attitude of buzzing around, getting that ball down at not very fast, but feeling quite fast to the batsman. I, I don't really want to say he makes things happen, but he's got that little Dominic Cork firing where yeah. I grew up watching Dominic Cork, who used to bowl 77 mile an hour away swingers. But left hand, yeah, le- left handed as well. Well, yeah, yeah, and so that the the option with Curran being left-handed is that he he just 
gives us options which we wouldn't necessarily have. So he's excellent to have in the squad, but I don't know he'll be particularly useful in Australia. No. Do you know, I remember the great Bob Willis blessing. I remember him saying something exactly like that. He said, look, Sam Curran in English conditions, yeah, ticks the boxes. Down under in Australia, no. taken apart. Yeah, he's not fast yeah. enough. Put his brother in. Oh, no. no, I think I'd not. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I knew um, that was going to get a trigger. His, his brothers, <laughs> his brothers, there like pouting at like long off in in ODIs in T twenties. That's what he seems to do. Is sulk when he gets taken for ten and over. That's basically Tom Curran's job. <laughs> but yeah, no. I just thought I'd touch on Sam. Not touch Sam, touch on Sam. (laughs) So all in all, a good effort for England out in Sri Lanka and they move on to India, which we will discuss next week. Ooh. Yes. So uh, there's more cricket going on. South Africa are in Pakistan. Test cricket is back in Pakistan, which I for one think is a great thing to have back for Pakistan cricket and for world cricket um, as well. It's a bit of a tricky one. We've gone a day and a, or two days now. First day, just so uh, you know, uh, South Africa batted first, won the toss, batted first, got 220, a few careless shots, and then uh, we're all out. Pakistan overnight were 30 for four, 14 wickets going yeah. down in a day. The pitch looked like a minefield. Today, only four wickets fell. Who's uh, who's been keeping a drift of this? I was having a watch today, actually. Um, as I was getting over a hangover, I was watching it a little bit today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I had a few too many last night. Jack Daniels. I didn't, Tuesday I didn't night to. hangover. I know. Uh, I was day off today, so I, I got away with that one. But I was watching a bit of it. And like you, Marcy, I thought it was great to see cricket back in Pakistan. Do you know, one of my earliest cricketing memories is England playing in Pakistan with uh, Gatting having that massive argument with the umpire. <laughs> yes. And do you know, I, I actually bit, met before Ollie's time. <laughs> yeah, bless him. Fortunately, by about bless 20, him. 30, 40, 50 yeah. years or whatever it is. <laughs> but when I met Gatting in Sri Lanka a couple of years ago and I had a beer with him, what a great guy, really nice guy. I asked him about that. And do you know, and a lot of people might know this already, but I'll share it anyway. He only apologised because at the time the British government were doing a trade deal with Pakistan <laughs> and the government actually said to the ECB, we can't have you coming home because Gatting and the rest of the players were ready to come home. That's how really? angry they were about it. And Gatting only apologised because the ECB said to him, look, the government have said, can you apologise because they're doing a trade deal at the moment? I think Mike Gatting's an interesting choice for a UK ambassador, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Great to see uh, cricket in Pakistan. They've got a lead of about 88, haven't they? Oh, the, yeah, they've, the, the pitch seems to have levelled out a little bit. but and, and yeah, they've got a lead of 88 with two wickets left. I've got written down here... Um, De Kock has utilised DRS really badly. Blew three <laughs> chances on that, on ones which were not re- not worthy of, of going upstairs for. Again, odd field placings. Yeah. Like, there, there is a captain I'm not sure is going to last very long. There's, nah, I, I think, think he's an amazing player. He just player. got thrown at him, didn't he, really? Yeah, he's like, hey, the best bat, pretty much the best bat. For some reason, Fafti Persis has kind of rekindled his career. After giving up the cat and sees it and runs fairly frequently, I now. think that's because there's no pressure on him. That's the thing. Like yeah. you think of uh, South Africa's '95 World Cup in the rugby. I know it's going off topic, but Pienaar said that you know, as, as as a captain of South Africa, you've got so you are representing millions. Yeah, yeah, you're representing millions of people, and especially with with uh, with the cricket. You know, the South Africans love their cricket. Yeah. So you know, as as a captain, you've got all like the fans, the team. Like you're expected to be able to go out there and deliver yourself. I, I suppose it's tricky as well. Imagine that obviously being a captain's hard. I imagine some players obviously really do better as they get as they get the captaincy given to them. But there's being captain, but there's also being a wicketkeeper captain that also has to score runs. So it's not like you can just sit in that position and then 
there's, there's no pressure. The cock's one of their best batsmen. So he has to go and score runs. He has to wicket keep and set all the fields from position. It's They've so moved him up the, the order as well, uh, which I don't think is helping his, his, no, his batting. I not, think he's no. probably better at six than he is at four and five. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what I will say is it's great. And I don't know why I've just got a little secret man crush on this bloke, but it's great to see Dean Elgar hit another 50 odd. I, I just This bloke just seems to churn out runs. Big fan of Well, Dean he's Elgar. what we wish Dom Sibley would be. Yeah, yes, yeah. He's a, Dom Sibley is a poor man, Dean Elgar. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, it's, it's not, it's just the way. So Elgar tends to get off the mark in really pretty ways whenever I've watched him. So like on drives, off drives, just big, solid shots. And Markham seems to follow suit. And I think I, I really like their, their opening partnership. I know Markham's struggling recently. He only got 13, I think, this test. But I, I love Dean Algar um, opening the batting for South Africa. I think he's really good. So, the next cricket going on. There's so much of it. Starting tomorrow, Abu Dhabi T10 Season 4. Two weeks of just smashing the ball as far as Get you can hit now. it. Get me there now. Get me there now. I'm so looking forward to this. It's not really my game, mate. Sorry. <laughs> More of a nerd. <laughs> what do we know? I don't know a lot, to be honest, about T10. Yeah, we're more... We're... No, all I, all I know... I... I had a look at it. I just I know that uh, was it after the first season of it. Owen Morgan came out and said, you know, this is the the sort of template that we could use to have cricket in the Olympics to boost cricket's profile. I I agree with that I'm as well. I'm not really familiar with that. so T10 is as simple as it sounds. Yeah, it's just ten overs. Um, there's no weird changing of over like ten overs, bowling hit... from one end or anything like that. No, basically, no. is it? I'm trying to ascertain. Is it? Sh- no, 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 none of the ridiculousness that is the hundred. <laughs> no. No, basically, it's like T20, but there's a time limit of 90 minutes for each game. And basically, you just launch the ball as far as you can. Last year, Chris Lynn was the MVP batsman. Most sixes, um, most runs, most... He's he's, he's a big daddy as well, isn't he? It's a a tee-off fest. Yeah, he's a very very big big boy. boy. (laughs) Imagine imagine Chris (laughs) Lynn if he'd have got into the test arena somehow. And he was basically the Australian Chris Gale, and he's just launching balls. Like I would pay, I'd pay money to see that. But yeah, but he's not from uh, which one's the Aussies like? Is it uh, South Australia? Is it? I can't remember. There's a team that you have to play in basically to get into the Australian side. Probably doesn't play for them. So Abu Dhabi to T10. So there's there's eight teams, um, and literally I didn't know anything about this until I saw it was coming up on Sky um, over the next couple of weeks. So I thought, well, it'd be a nice little precursor to the IPL coverage that we're going to give later on in the year. Let's get a little practice in. Right, so there's eight teams. It's played over two weeks, nice. so it's yeah, quick good. fire, which which I think will be uh, will be good. There are some Brits playing, which is... Another interesting bit for us, because uh, basically, if it's the others, who really cares? Um, but when we've got some uh, some people playing, it's a bit more interesting. So we've got the Martha Arabians. Forgive me if I'm not getting this right, because I don't know how it's pronounced. But anyway, we've got Laurie Evans, who's a Brit, and then Hafiz and Sherb Malik. Oh, Sherb as Malik. Some well-known others. <laughs> Sherb Malik. Player. We've got the Bengal Tigers, and in that we've got Tom Moores. And George Garton. Oh. Some well-known others in David Visa, Johnson Charles, Irfan, and uh, Andre Fletcher. Andre Fletcher, Look. he's still kicking around. Oh, mate, yeah. <laughs> this is a retirement it. home tournament. Mate, <laughs> any, anything for a big payday, really, isn't it? Yeah, he's got an underarm it, boys. See you later, yeah. But no wonder they're launching sixes. <laughs> if I'm honest, I'm okay with it being a payday for him. It gives me something yeah, to yeah, watch when I'm schooling the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Deccan... Gladiators, we've got no Brits, but Ingram, Narine, Pollard, Tahir. Uh, the Delhi Bulls have got Ravi, 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 Bopara. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Lythe, Tom Abel, um, and some well-known others in Dwayne, Bravo, and Evan Lewis. Northern Warriors, got Parnell, Puran, Wahab Riaz, and Lendl Simmons. My picks for the tournament, my favourite ones, and... Um, Maybe there's a pun in the name. Um, is Pune Devils, and you've got Sam Billings, Tom Cola, Cadmore, some famous others in Mohammed Amir and Agenta Mendes. What a team! Love it. What a mixture of men. It's gonna spark controversy. That team. It's gonna be lovely. <laughs> Qu- 
Quarlanders have got Tom Banton, Chris Jordan, Samit Patel, Phil Salt, <laughs> Boom Boom, Afridi. I'm sorry, but that that team. They won it. They won it. Yeah, that's that's insane. Tom Banton can win a game on his own. Afridi probably gives it a whack. I imagine. Still, he probably practices in his back garden with his six-year-old. Uh, yeah, if anything, if the Sri Lankan league's anything to go by, he's there for a, for a, a good time, not a long time. He just yeah. tees off. Um, but gets a, a nice little 30 and then trots off back to have a sit down. I like the sound of that. Um, and Team Abu Dhabi, which is Ben Cox, uh, Worcester Boy, oi, oi. Alex Hales, <laughs> Luke Wright, Joe Clark, former Worcester Boy, and Ben yeah. Duckett. Famous others, Chris Gale, Chris Morris. <laughs> That's the team. Yeah, what? That is the team. Nah, because it's got the because nah. it's got the universe it's, boss in it. <laughs> no, I think I, I think you know I think they're going to underperform with Gale in there. Honestly, no, Gale, no. Gale takes forever to get himself in. Yeah. that's what we've got ben, to remember. Ben Cox, he's he the best golfer in the county. Yeah, <laughs> he will have the best of tournaments. Wow. Well, in, in in fairness, Ben Cox would be the Australian wicketkeeper. If he was Australian. Yeah. Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> yeah, Mozzie, you would be the Australian wicketkeeper if you were Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, 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 you're all right at glove work. You're an all right captain. And you shit with the bat. <laughs> yeah, but your team don't like you. That's why Tim Payne's got the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been labelled that I've got shit chat as well. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> at least my team like it. right in. Right, barely, Ollie, barely, <laughs> So, uh, Darren's put his name down to Team Abu Dhabi. I've stuck my, my neck out and I'm Pune Devils. Ollie Harker. Oh, mate. I, I can't remember the name of the teams because um, I don't really pay attention to things. Name but, a player um, that you're following. Uh, Tom Banton, mate. Tom Banton. Okay, the Qualanders. Uh, Samit Patel as well. I want old Samit to just be like, yeah, this is why I should have been on the international scene. I want to smash some runs. Oh, to be fair, I love Samit Patel as well. Yeah. Give me a bit of Ravi, Ravi, Ravi. Oh, Ravi. Oh, the Delhi Bulls. Yeah, he made, do you remember that Remember that period where Ravi Bapara was basically our only one-day international player? Yeah. <laughs> he, would hit, he would hit tons and he'd take like four first vipers. That's basically what Ravi Bapara did. And then he just disappeared. I think in now, if Ravi was starting his career now as a 19, 20-year-old, Ravi would play 100 tests. Yeah. Do you think he just kind of got he settled into that period of cricket where obviously he, he was like he was ODI just in the started. he was in the wrong era. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. He was look he looked so good. Whenever whenever I saw him, especially on the international scene, you just like he looked really good. Him um, and, and Luke Wright, I think, in, in that. Uh I don't know. What, I, I, like, I mean, I do wonder, like, I know Sam Billings gets his he got a little couple of gigs in the twenty twenties, but you look at him and his glove work is really good. His, yeah. his batting is, is Butler-esque. But he, again, is in that period where there's another guy called Joss Butler who is just that bit better than him. And it's just really bad timing for the poor lad. Yeah. Um, but to, I think to make it, you either have to be insanely head above and sh- head and shoulders above the rest like Root is, or you have to have just have good timing, really good timing. With or things. play for Yorkshire. Or play for Yorkshire, yeah. <laughs> be best mates. Bed buddies. Yeah. Kerala Cadmore being the England setup within the, the year. Fireworks are coming from Cadmore in this sort of tournament. I'm telling you, he's going to be top top boy. Nah, Banton. Ooh, Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, more than college friends. Ooh, friends. <laughs> Ooh. Nah. Cricket college the friends. The universe boss is going to hit like an 80 off of 20 balls once he's taken another 20 to get in. He'll <laughs> be, be having throw throwdowns in the showers beforehand. Right? Yeah, yeah, he'll be like, "Yep, don't fancy fielding, boys. It's only a ten-over game. I'm just going to sit my little. I'm going to sit there, ready. look good, and chat up some reporters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't blush for me, baby. <laughs> okay, well that's the Abu Dhabi T10 sorted. We've got our teams picked. Um, I'm looking forward to watching the games. Uh, just a little quick one on Ireland. Uh, they had their their three games against Afghanistan. They performed admirably without getting a win. Um, some performances of note, Ollie. Ah, uh, it's got to be the man Paul Sterling. Um, especially today, 118 of 119 balls, just leading from the front. It's a shame no one else could really match his effort. Fantastic effort, really good. Isn't that two centuries in a row for him as well? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and the place. reason I like him as well, 
So when you go on to ESPN or wherever it is, he's just got he's got his profile picture is just big beaming ginger lad. And as I'm half it's Irish, about myself, me really. Whenever it looks on my just, Facebook yeah, profile, <laughs> and I <laughs> whenever you take a wicket, you're just at mid on, just beaming. And I'm like, yeah, that that's this. But no, um, what an effort from from Paul Sterling and long may he continue scoring tons. But it's a shame they couldn't get across the line really. Anyone else? Uh, I thought Rashi Khan done well. Star man for Afghanistan in that final test. Uh, was it 48 with a bat from batting at nine and then took four for 29? Thought it's not good yeah. for a, not good for a, not bad for a 14 year old or whatever. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> 14 was it? Is he 20, 21? Look yeah, at he's like, like, I don't know. He said he's like 16 or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> good. Okay. Good. So that's that done. Any other business? Yeah, I'm really excited. India versus England awaits us so that starts what on the 5th of feb so week friday i know we're going to talk about it next week but i think this is going to be a fantastic series and if you can't get excited and i know it's behind closed doors but if you can't get excited about this you're following the wrong sport and is this and it might be a question to answer next week is this the biggest challenge in cricket India away? Is it bigger than Australia away? I'll leave that one with you. Potentially. I mean, we'll speak about this next week, obviously. But I'm, I've yeah. personally got my napkins ready to cry into. Uh, I think it's going to be a sad, sad time. I think it's going to be a bit of a wake-up call. Can I can I give my prediction now? Or do you want to wait till next week? Uh, I'd rather wait till next week. But if you're definite you want to give it, you'll feel free. You might want to change your mind next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, I'm going to go with this. going to be... 2-2. Two, two. Wow, wow. And you're going to see, wow. Wow. you're going to see, you are going to see the best series of Test Match Cricket ever. I hope with all my heart that that is true. Tom, any other business? Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously now with uh, our lockdown and rumours of us going into a further lockdown, I just thought I'd say to our listeners, it is okay to not be okay. Speak to someone uh, about anything that if you're feeling down, we know that times are bad, rough and lonely. Um, so please just talk to someone even drop us a dm on twitter facebook or instagram one of us will get back to it we're, we're, we're more than happy to chat throughout the day yeah. you know even the samaritans the phone number for samaritans it's free from any phone it's 116123 and and just remember guys that that you're not alone you know we everyone is there for you speak to somebody yeah well said tom well said. Yeah, mate. very well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Ollie, any other business? Just to kind of end on a more light-hearted note, obviously, and less serious. Um, I've been practicing my bowling in my back garden, and all I'm saying is, have you been bouncing happy again? Of the of the, uh, of the Worcestershire League, oh, really need God. to be scared because I've got I, I can get a tennis ball around corners nowadays. Oh, I'm putting so, you back uh, at Regency yeah. Road, come summer. <laughs> Ollie, yeah. I've got this vision in my head, right? Of you bouncing happy in your back garden. <laughs> so. Yeah, Abby, Abby. Uh, could you just uh, put put um, a definition on bouncing Abby in the back garden? No, yeah. In all fairness, I'd just like to say thank you all to all the listeners, or all the listeners, the listeners that are there, and the comments have been fantastic. And it's really in some really hard times and long weeks, it's kind of brought a smile to I'm pretty sure all our faces. So thank you very much to everyone listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you've enjoyed. Please uh, follow the instructions of the boys earlier on in the podcast. Check us out and uh, we'll uh, speak to you next week. Ben Folks is the most beautiful cricketer in the world. Stuart Broad is Terry's Berries legend. Glenn Maxwell is in the Cherries and Berries big boy chat.